Hey everyone, welcome to episode 48 of the Switch Focus podcast. I'm your host, Andy Corrigan. With me this week is just Andrew Brown again. Uh, Ginny is unavailable, unfortunately. Uh, we are not sure what she's played, so if she's got anything to add, we will make sure we splice that in at the appropriate times. So we're running a bit off the schedule this time. How are you, Andrew? How did you find that big Nintendo Direct? Well, we'll talk to that about that when we get there, but I was not as rapturous about it as other people seem to be <laughs> it was a it was a solid one i thought but uh we'll, we'll go through the finer details uh now okay so it was a what 35 38 minute nintendo direct packed full of information some 3ds stuff we no longer care about uh <laughs> In terms of Switch stuff, they they led with the announcement of Luigi's Mansion 3 coming for Nintendo Switch next year. That That's a big one. I should probably play the first two at some point. <laughs> well, you would have had your chance if they had put Luigi's Mansion on Switch and not 3DS for some reason. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that they'll do some sort of double pack to make the trilogy playable on Switch at some point. But uh, I am very much considering picking up these two. Uh, especially considering that the the first uh, sorry the sequel which was the first one on 3ds is actually uh like half price now because it's in the classics collection um they had an announcement of some kind for splatoon 2 uh version 4 but i don't know what they were selling us any idea looks like there's some kind of new grenade but that trailer was just inscrutable and it told me for more information go to the splatoon research lab and i'm like yeah you're not really enticing me to do that <laughs> no like the surely the trailer's the perfect time to hit you with some information about it uh so i'm just gonna go ahead and assume it's some sort of roguelike metro metroidvania mission or battle rail because they're the in things i think it's just new equipment i think it's literally yeah. all it is Maybe some new maps. I don't know those maps well enough to be able to say whether any of those were different. But hey, Splatoon stuff. Uh, Mega Man 11 uh, coming out on October 2nd. They talked about the double gear system where you can get increased speed or power and there's some sort of slowdown mechanic. Uh, that looked interesting. Uh, you're not a big Mega Man fan, are you? I'm not. The only one I've really played all that much was... Uh, Wily's Revenge on Game Boy, which is probably not the best example of this series, <laughs> but it's <laughs> I, not its not one I've ever been into. I have played a lot of Mega Man, but only of a few titles, and they were mainly on the NES and, and Game Boy. So I think Wily's Revenge was the one that I actually spent heaps of time in when I was a kid. So uh, I did play Mega Man 9 on 360 when it came out. That was really good. So, But that was a complete return to the 8-bit route so i'll be interested to see how this one compares i have been tempted to pick up the legacy collections but there's there's so many of them and so little time that yeah having a chance uh it's also got some amiibo support as well uh not sure what they said that does it just gives you energy tanks like refill items ah, okay yeah no, nah, nah. <laughs> kind of like the peach amiibo in odyssey i guess where they just give you some health when you yeah. need it just just pay to uh, stuff yeah that usual stuff um mario tennis aces is getting a new update with a heap of new characters we're getting 
Birdo, Shy Guy, Cooper Paratrooper, and PD Piranha is going to be unlockable through the online modes. Uh, co-op challenges are coming up to four players, and you can get like limited edition or limited time character skins and rewards. I beat the campaign on that, and I have no real interest to go back for multiplayer. I haven't even beaten the campaign yet. That game was probably my biggest disappointment so far this year so yeah like i i could see why people are disappointed with it i'm glad i stuck the stuck with the campaign because i i'm glad i like had this big challenge and overcame it and it's just learning how to break the game rather than have how to play tennis though which is a little annoying but uh there's a new capcom beat-em-up bundle coming so they've done the street fighter collection this is focusing on their side-scrolling fighters so final fight King of Dragons, Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, Warriors of Fates, Armored Warriors, Battle Circuit. You can play with a single Joy-Con, so you can pass the other one off to your friends, so you can do co-op, and there's online modes, much like the, the Street Fighter one did. Uh, I was never big on side-scrolling beat-em-ups, really. Uh, I was always a the one-on-one fighter type. You got any interest in this one? I, I don't know if this is going to be based off the console games or like the original arcade games, but I pretty sure most of these had console versions at some point and i played uh knights of the round on super nes it was a quality game it was kind of similar to uh golden axe actually uh i would be i would give this a look i think oh it seems like it'd be good value for money like the street fighter one certainly was uh and to answer your question that one was definitely based on the arcade versions uh so that might give you a hint about as to what to expect in this one uh, they announced, this was rumoured beforehand, that uh, New Super Mario Bros. U was going to come, and it is in the form of New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, uh, this time with uh, Nabbit and Toadette playable, and it includes the new Super Luigi U It's expansion. Well, it's not really an expansion, it was its own game, but both are coming together. Good value. Uh, it's not the most exciting Mario announcement for the Switch. I th- I think it's a safe release and it's one I'll pick up and enjoy again, I think. You? Safe is the word for the new Mario series. Uh, just, it's so mediocre. <laughs> the new series has never excited me or interested me, so this is an easy pass for me. I wonder if it's a road test to Mario Maker. Just get the engine ported across. Let's, let's see how we go. Just drop the new series from Mario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody makes levels with that tile set anyway. Yeah, very true. Uh, some stuff that got people quite excited. Uh, Katamari Damacy is coming in the form of the re-roll edition. It's a HD remaster of the original. has gyro controls, which could be interesting the the vita version had similar stuff that just didn't do anything for me uh will you use hd rumble and have multiplayer have you played that at all any of that series i've I've had fleeting interest and dropped it pretty quickly i've never played a katamari game but it's always been on the list of things that i do want to play but uh it was the series that was used for me as an example when somebody was explaining to me what a widget series is which is a, a wjt series a weird japanese thing series so, <laughs> katamari damacy oh okay yeah so uh people if they have played this game at all which is the thing with katamari is there it's a very cult series very few people have actually played it but those who have they love it almost to a person so uh yeah 
I will definitely be picking this up at some point. Uh, now, now, one that I know that you're passing on is uh, the Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, so a couple of new bits of information, so uh, techniques such as cut and fly and all that are now restricted only to your partner Pokemon, which is, of course, Pikachu or Eevee. Uh, custom hairstyles is something we knew about, but you can actually style them using the touchscreen. Uh, I probably don't want to give my Pikachu a, a funky hairstyle, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, and they announced a special edition Nintendo Switch with Pokemon uh, branding on it, and you can get a copy of the game and the Pokeball Plus in this bundle, which is quite the deal. I do like the look of that Switch, but I, I don't want to play my hand too soon for, for a limited edition one. Uh, Diablo 3, we now have a release date, November 2nd, day before my birthday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, amiibo summons, that was interesting. Yeah, but not entirely unexpected. Uh, but it's always nice to know that if you ever want to farm uh, unique enemy packs, you can just keep scanning your amiibo and just throw it in there. I'm sure we'll, there will be a lot of people on Twitch just doing that. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love the way that when third parties are porting to Switch that they are embracing the Amiibo system. I don't know if we want to say they're embracing it. This might be a thing Nintendo's going. If you want to port your games to our platform, you've got to incorporate Amiibo. And they're like, okay, so let's go to our drawing board and come up with something for this. <laughs> it is true, but there are a number that, that aren't doing it. But Yeah, that's uh, something you can do if you want to. But yeah, good news on the, the release date. A uh, bit more solid proof that it's coming this year rather than next year. Uh, Super Mario Party is coming October 5th. I pretty much have no interest in that because I just don't have that sort of group of friends that would play it with me. Yeah. I, on Twitter, right after the Direct, I said, this looks like the kind of game that Nintendo would make if they hadn't learned everything they learned during the Wii U era. But this, this <laughs> game exists! So I, I don't know. <laughs> just if they, you, they if didn't you, learn at all. <laughs> if you want it, good for you. But just the motion controls and multiplayer mini games, and does it even have online support? I don't think it does. I don't think just, it does. Uh, just <laughs> whatever, Nintendo, you do you. <laughs> uh, now this was interesting. A new RPG that isn't Pokemon from Game Freak called Town, which is a working title. And it seems to be set entirely in a village where you have to protect from invading monsters. Uh, and you pick up special villagers to synergize with the player in certain battles. Uh, I like the look of the art style. Um, just from the art style alone, when I watched the trailer the first time, I just assumed it was level five as the developer rather than Game Freak. It wasn't until I watched it the second time that it was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, uh, It looks it, like a modern Dragon Quest game to me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, interesting that it's it's a non-Pokemon output from them. I guess they've been wanting to do something like that for a while. Well, they've done... I, I, I thought the same thing, but I looked it up. They've actually done a few non-Pokemon games. They're just not very high profile. Like I think uh, the one most people might recognize is Tembo, the badass elephant for Wii U. They made that. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, City Skylines... Uh, it was announced and came out the same day. Comes with all, all the expansions, which was After Dark and Snowfall. Unfortunately, I'm seeing a lot of complaints about the frame rate, especially when you build your city up over a certain level. Uh, now, I 
had read comments from the developer that said they focused on optimizing it in handheld because they figured that's going to be where people are going to want to play it mostly because you know otherwise play it on pc or on the other available platforms uh but patches will be incoming for the docked mode uh yeah interesting i i was sort of really happy to see it appear on switch but little put off i did consider picking it up but i'm definitely put off by those frame rate concerns uh we got to see a bit more of daemon x machina uh which is the mech combat action game uh nice to see it in in action it looks like a really quick paced shooty thing there's a four-player cop now announced where you sort of tackle the what i would assume are the boss characters in there looks pretty good uh very stylized which is uh no surprise given the the switch's power as we talked about in the last episode yoshi's uh, adventure coming next year has been named officially yoshi's crafted world which is a 2.5d platformer as you'd expect but it's sort of goes the little big planet route and you know everything's made out of cardboard or wool and you can like flip the scenery around and play the the courses in reverse to get a a new perspective which uh, seemed really cool uh now you skipped kirby are you interested in this one yeah i should have looked this up but i think this is being made my good feel and uh kirby's epic yarn was very good yoshi's woolly world was excellent uh definitely gonna pick this one up okay cool uh yeah i'm definitely on board for that i'm I'm pretty much odds on to try any nintendo developed platformer to be honest um now developers uh asmodi digital are bringing a bunch of tabletop and card games to the switch so we're going to get carcassonne uh, with expansions coming as paid dlc the lord of the rings living card game uh pandemic which i understand is incredibly popular uh, will be coming as well as uh Catan Universe and Munchkin, which again, uh, people in my Dungeons and Dragons circles play this quite a lot, so I'm sure they'll be excited for that one. Uh, we also got the official confirmation of Civilization 6 coming November 16th, has four player local multiplayer, that was a surprise, but uh, I'm definitely interested in this one. Uh, the trailer, so with the City Skyline one, I could you could see that it wasn't running amazingly but civilization 6 in comparison seemed to run really smoothly i know trailers can be misleading <laughs> but just that that was something that struck me while i was watching well it's also uh, a it's a turn-based game so it's performance is important but in terms of your ability to you know interact with it it kind of a secondary concern yeah exactly as long as you can see what you're doing and make your choices clearly it's not really a big deal uh, but it did seem to to run really nicely. I, I'm definitely interested in that one. Yeah, the four-player uh, local multiplayer, that is a big seller for me. Not so much like today with the kind of person that I've grown up to be, but when I was in high school, when Advance Wars came out, the fact that I could play a game of Advance Wars with all my friends using one Game Boy Advance and one game card, that was a big deal. And I see Civilization Six with the local multiplayer, just pass the console around whoever's turn it is. Same thing. Uh, that's a pretty awesome feature. Yeah, it's a pretty smart mode, I think. But it's not something I'm I'm going to get much use out of. One we're both looking forward to is Starlink Battle for Atlas. 
uh, they confirmed that they're bringing some exclusive Star Fox missions to the Switch version, which is interesting. And they also showed off that Wolf O'Donnell is coming. Uh, that's one hell of a name for the villain. I just still don't know much about this game other than that I love the look of it and it's got Star Fox in it. I watched a video on YouTube. I think it was from IGN. Uh, that was the first 30 minutes of gameplay. And I can see already it's going to turn into an Ubisoft sandbox game where you do the <laughs> same few activities on a bunch of different sandboxes as you fly between the different planets in this Atlas system. But it still looks like fun. It's got a cool combat system in it where you can either be flying your ship through space or you can fly your ship in the atmosphere of the planet or you can actually set your ship for like a hover mode where I think that's where you do most of your combat at uh, and the Star Fox team is actually integrated into it pretty interestingly You in the Switch version basically you watch the opening cutscene and all these characters fly out of their ship to go off on their mission and then it cuts to the Fox team on like the other side of this asteroid watching them and they're like hey there's some guys over there. We should go help them out. And then uh, I think Peppy is like, no, we're supposed to be focusing on Wolf. And Fox is like, sorry, too late. Already pressing the accelerator. And that's how he <laughs> got all wrapped up in this other person's story. So it's it's really shallow. It's really dumb. But, you know, once they're in that story, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, like, I was yeah, concerned I'm, that the I'm Fox team. Yeah, I, I was concerned the... the the playable Fox and the Star Fox team, they would just be like a glorified avatar. But shallow though it, their introduction may be, it looks like they're actually fully involved in this story. And it has missions that are focused completely on them that are exclusive to the Switch version of the game. And it looks like Wolf is a bonus boss. So this is a pretty hefty addition to the game to the point that I'm wondering uh, slash hoping that the Switch version is going to be the most successful version of it. But it's also... A toys to life game so i think it's already kind of doomed it's coming out the gate at this point in 2018 yeah probably could have done with releasing a little earlier but uh yeah i'm super interested and apparently like uh, once you've actually connected some of the toys to life stuff you can all you can manage that all through through the menu anyway mm -hmm. yeah you can so i think i think there's a you know something for everyone in there the World Ends With You Final Remix gets a new bonus chapter called A New Day. Uh, I bought this on DS and like played a couple of hours and just did not feel it at all. So I'm probably going to skip this, which sounds odd, me skipping a JRPG. You getting this one? It's still the price that puts me off. It's, this game costs too much. So no, I won't be getting it. Fair enough. Maybe one for a sale. Uh, Xena played Chronicles 2, Torna, The Golden Country. The DLC is available now for Expansion Pass owners, which was pretty cool. Uh, I had pipe dreams that I was going to pick this up on release, but considering I still haven't finished Ease 8, that's not happening anytime soon, but I will get it at some point. Uh, Warframe comes out November 20th. Uh, I know you're keen for that one, Andrew. I still have almost no idea what it is, but yeah, uh, <laughs> between Warframe, Diablo 3, which I'm definitely going to be playing Diablo 3, I already know that's a game that I like, and Fortnite, uh, I'm going to have to cut a game out, I think. <laughs> so it may come down to uh, whether I decide I like Warframe or not, but I think Warframe and Diablo 3 are going to be fairly similar in the things they're asking me to do, so uh, it's up in the air which one I'm going to be playing. But I'm definitely going to give Warframe a look when it comes out. Yeah, I played it on PS4, but it was a very different game back then, and it's been improved 
a hell of a lot by all accounts. So, and definitely interested to see how it transfers to Switch. Uh, Just Dance 2019, I'm probably not picking that up. <laughs> uh, yeah. FIFA 19 is coming out September 28th, available for pre-order. Football fan, I kind of need a portable football game in my life, so I probably will. Uh, Sonic Team Racing, or sorry, Team Sonic Racing coming out quarter four this year. We have NBA 2K19. I know you, neither you and Ginny are sports ball fans. No. I, I sort of had my fill last time with the previous ones. I'm probably not going to get this one either. Uh, also concerned about SD card space for that one. NBA <laughs> uh, 2K Playgrounds 2 is also coming. That was, of course, the sequel to NBA Playgrounds, which has now been picked up by 2K Games. Uh, I would be interested to see how they've improved that because that was a very okay basketball game. It was an okay basketball game. They got patches that improved it, but they came too late. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I think we've we've talked about this before, but like, this is the baffling decision they made in the original NBA Playgrounds was everything was governed by shot meters, but they were invisible. <laughs> so yeah. that was yeah, we've had that talk. <laughs> that was the that was the big change they made to it. But uh, I still liked it. I would like to look at a sequel, but I don't know. With everything that's on the Switch now, it was easier back in May or June, whenever it was the first one came out of 2017, to pick up a basketball game because, you know, there was really nothing else to play. So, but with everything else that's out now, I think it would be hard to wedge it in. Yeah, I'm in that same boat. And I've I've already got so much in the backlog, it's just going to be hard to justify playing sort of a, a casually sports game like that that often uh lego dc super villains coming october 16th i'm sort of done with the lego games i'm i'm not gonna bother with that one no my section <laughs> final you fantasy. can have it. boy did they bring it with final fantasy final fantasy crystal chronicles remastered edition is coming next year with online play uh, i haven't played this one uh but i understand it's kind of like their take on a diablo thing that's a fair approximation of it. Uh, it's a hack and slash, but the enemies are much tougher than in a Diablo game. You're going to have to spend a few seconds to a few minutes wailing on each monster to really take them down. Uh, but yeah, Diablo is a, a fair way of thinking of it. I was really into Crystal Chronicles when the GameCube version came out, but uh, it was infamously difficult to actually play that game in its multiplayer mode, which is clearly the way the game was intended to be played and there are there have been many many sequels to crystal chronicles since the original came out also all of them have emphasis on multiplayer as being a core mode of the game to the point that the crystal chronicles that actually came out on wii had an equivalent version on ds that would link the two together That would give you some information on your DS that would help you out while you're looking at the Wii version, or even you could just play multiplayer with the Wii version and with the DS version talking to each other. It was a very complicated game. The Crystal Chronicles is a very <laughs> Crystal Chronicles is a very ambitious series, but it's never really quite risen to its potential. And I think what I've been trying to say here uh, is it's because none of them have had online multiplayer. So finally, we have a Crystal Chronicles game with online multiplayer. Uh, And also, they're adding new areas to the existing areas. So if you have played this before, then there is still something to look at here. It could be really repetitive playing it solo, but I think 
with online multiplayer, there might be some life in this series still. I'll just note that the best game in the series so far is Hand of Fate or Ring of Fate on DS. So check that one out if you wanna if you wanna check out Crystal Chronicles before the the remastered edition comes out. Cool. I think I will give that one a look. Uh, now, Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition HD is finally out. Uh, was seemingly delayed because of the direct delay, but. Uh, I picked it up. I'm going to talk about it uh, briefly a bit later. Uh, they announced that World of Final Fantasy is coming to Switch in the form of the Maxima Edition with a new avatar change ability. I've nearly finished this on Vita slash PS4 because it's got crossplay. Uh, I don't think I like it enough that I would start it again from scratch on Switch, but I probably will buy it just to own it in the collection. So it's kind of traditional Final Fantasy meets Pokemon. So you you battle the monsters, you capture the monsters, and then you can use them in in battle. And you can have so there's there's two main party members, the bro- this brother and sister, and they can both have two non Pokemon with them. Uh, and basically, but you have to do them in according to size. So you can have like one big creature, one medium creature, and one small creature, and then you can stack them on top of your head to give you different abilities. It's it's a very weird but very fun turn-based combat system and uh yeah I, I probably would just go back to the vita version to finish it rather than pick it up again uh they also announced that chocobo's mystery dungeon is coming uh with the everybody versions he i haven't played this one but i know it's very very popular yeah it's it's an entry in the mystery dungeon series which is a really big thing on handheld titles especially the ds i think the pokemon ranger series isn't that a spin-off of mystery dungeon uh, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, I think there is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon as well. So. Yeah, well, it, it's uh, this one might be worth looking at. I, I've been interested in the Chocobo, you know, spinoff games, but the only one I've actually played was a uh, Final Fantasy Fables. I think it's called. It, it was a weird mini game collection with a card battling system added onto it. It was not on DS. It was a very odd game, but I enjoyed it. So uh, I might take a look at this just from that branding synergy there. Cool. Uh, they also announced that a whole bunch of the mainline series games are coming. We're getting Final yes. Fantasy XII, yes. The Zodiac Age, yes. uh, which I've bought on PS4. I haven't got to yet because I'm still <laughs> yeah. stuck in this pl- season, series playthrough thing for IGN, which I, I need to get. I really need to get back to that. Uh, but I will definitely buy it again on Switch because it's just going to be a much friendlier place to play it. Yeah, same here. I bought it on PlayStation 4 and never played it. I'm so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's... But I, I would much rather play it on Switch, and I was kind of hopeful that it would eventually come here. Uh, they also announced that Final Fantasy VII, objectively the best Final Fantasy, sorry, not sorry, is uh, coming to a non-PlayStation platform for the first time. Well, outside of PC, of course. PC I, doesn't count. Nah, it doesn't. And I will, yeah, buy that for like the 70 billionth time. Absolutely, yeah. Day one purchase so for me, good. no hesitation. <laughs> uh, they also announced 9 and... The X- actual objectively X2. best Final Fantasy. Nah, I'd never finished it, but I, 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 will, I am looking forward to revisiting in this playthrough thing that I'm doing. Um, yeah, and X and X2 are coming as well. I pretty much enjoyed most of those. Uh, 8 Seems to get the raw end of the deal here. I imagine there's no just... raw end. <laughs> Again, one I haven't played a lot of, but uh, yeah. But seven, 
and 9, I imagine, are going to be the same as the PC and PS4 ports, where they yeah. have the, the option to speed up and replenish your health and all that, so you can just do like a friendly, easy playthrough. That'll really help with 9, too, because 9's pacing could really get drugged down by just how low the frame rate would drop, because the PlayStation 1 couldn't quite handle how ambitious the game was. And also, it, the, it just spends a lot of time in the opening to the battle sequences, just doing these long pans across all the monsters and everything. It really slowed the game down, but uh, I still love Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII, uh, there are just some games that I just, just loathe entirely, and Final Fantasy VIII is one of them. <laughs> Do not mention Final Fantasy VIII around me, because you will not have an <laughs> enjoyable conversation. <laughs> I will probably have to unplug my headphones and walk away if Final Fantasy VIII is ever released on the Switch and we talk about it on the podcast, because I will not bring anything productive to the conversation. <laughs> I hate that game. <laughs> Fair enough. I will probably record a solo bit if it ever happens. Uh, more Smash Brothers news. They're doing a Switch bundle, again branded with Smash Brothers characters on it. The original 8, I think. Uh, you get a download code for Smash Brothers. You get the special Joy-Con and, and dock with the design. Uh, and the controller adapter and GameCube controllers are available the same day. Uh, now, I would have been interested in the Smash uh, version of the Switch. However... All those colourful characters, and it's just grey. That bothers me a little. Yeah, I think they're trying to standardise the switches, so that way they all have that grey colour screen, colour scheme, and any colouring that comes in it will be on the Joy-Con, but even the Joy-Con are just black with that white Smash Brothers logo on it. It's an interesting decision on it, and the thing that makes me kind of hesitate on it is they're actually putting it out on november 2nd which is a month and like a week before smash brothers actually comes out so you get a download code for it you don't actually get the game on a on a card which i guess is you know kind of standard on console pack-ins but i'm just i'm not a fan of that at all i want the game on a card i don't want to immediately lose a good chunk of my on-platform storage space because i bought a bundle that just that doesn't seem fair yeah i agree with that and also like They'll give you a download code, but I bet you don't get the game early. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> if, if, if like people who buy that console get the game like a week early or even a month early, there will be riots. Yes. Uh, also, they announced that Isabel from Animal Crossing is coming to Smash Brothers, Yay! which is an interesting choice. And one of the few predictions that Ginny actually made an effort with <laughs> logistically and got correct. So, yeah. Uh, and yeah, they also announced that Animal Crossing is coming to Switch in 2019. People have been hankering for that one since the Switch launched, really. Uh, it's basically a game about being nice to people despite having crippling debt, which is a <laughs> good way to set children up for life. Uh, are you a big Animal Crossing player? Yes and no. The GameCube version I played a lot, like a lot, a lot, hundreds and hundreds of hours, I'm sure. Uh, but the DS and the 3DS versions, I owned them, but I didn't put much time in them because I think I burned myself out with that GameCube version and just none of the other ones that came later, I just had any interest in playing for long periods of time, which isn't to say that I didn't play them for dozens and dozens of hours, but just compared to that GameCube version, how much time I put into that, they haven't kept up. 
Uh, I'm hoping they'll add a lot of new ideas and features to this one rather than it just being a graphical update with improved online functionality. You know, just if it'll be like a much bigger world or if there'll be some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of wilderness you can explore and run into other players there or something. I just I want something more than just cosmetic updates, which is I think you could fairly say is what most of the Animal Crossing updates have been so far. Yeah, my my history with it is that I had never played one, uh, and then when New Leaf came out, there was so much hype around it that I bought it, and I was like, yeah, I get it, but I don't think it's for me. <laughs> and then I didn't play it. I ended up giving the, the copy to my wife, and then when she eventually started playing it, I was kind of looking over her shoulder going, okay, that seems pretty cool. And then I re-bought it digitally to, <laughs> to, to play it, and uh, sort of fell in love with it and played it, like, non-stop for, like, 40 hours or something not in, not consecutively of course just <laughs> over a couple of weeks but uh so i'm 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 definitely interested in this one see how that that pans out and what they bring to it uh, i think you're right i think there'll be a much bigger world on this one than the more you know they've got more raw power to play with so yeah definitely interested and we finally got some concrete information on nintendo switch online but it's not really a lot that we didn't already know uh, so it's online play for select games. They showed off some third parties in there. So Minecraft. Uh, they have com- since confirmed that some games won't require Nintendo Switch Online, such as Fortnite. That's going to continue to be free, which makes sense. It's it's a free-to-play game. The news right now is all free-to-play games will be played without Switch Online membership, which is really nice because I was really worried that they would get hard by that uh, addition. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's the smart call as well, and it's it's certainly one that other platform holders have done as well. Uh, I can't remember the exact predicament on the Xbox, but I'm pretty sure PS4 doesn't require that of you on any of the free to play stuff. Uh, they talked about the NES games that we get. They showed off the the library system, I guess. Uh, there was obviously confirmation that they're going to have online modes so you can play two-player games or there's the option to switch control to someone else on the single-player games they confirmed that the the library is going to keep growing uh and they also announced a special nes controller that you can order if you're an online subscriber uh in the most nintendo thing ever they can only be used for nintendo online and not for any like other basic eight you know, like retro style games or anything, but you're not going to use them for anything else, I wouldn't imagine. Uh, I did see people who are Xbox fans saying like, oh, hey, where are the people that were angry that uh, Microsoft were going to stop you from being able to play your games? Yeah, you check in. <laughs> it was the, it's the exact same system, but it's only applied to the system's offerings, not the everything your console does. So that is the yeah, difference it, there. Yeah, there's a, it's a huge false equivalence in that argument because... A, Xbox was going to prevent you from playing after 48 hours. B, it was going to stop you from playing everything that you own. If you don't check in, this only prevents you from playing the games that you only get by being an online subscriber to their online services. So it's it's absolutely not the same situation and certainly not the sort of thing you get upset about. I mean, you're not going to be say away for two weeks and not be not be able to access your NES games and be annoyed you're going to be able to play everything else that you own and there is a lot of it uh they talked about the cloud saves which is 
pretty important for the system, but again, it's not applied to all games, including a couple of Nintendo games, which was surprising. They're continuing with the smartphone app for some reason. <laughs> Just no. And I, I liked how one of the selling point is that someone else can come along and join the conversation. No. Just go away. Well, they, they're expanding. They didn't mention this. But they're expanding on the idea they tried with the voice chat that Animal Crossing on Wii had. And there was a microphone peripheral you could buy for your Wii that was actually a super powerful microphone that would catch pretty much any noise that was happening in the room. And that was the thing they said about that, too. Is like multiple people in the same room could be having a conversation with this other person on the other end of the line. They're, they're going for the exact same thing here. And, like, that peripheral was a failure, and this is a failure, too. But I, I think they've spent money on it. They've spent design time on it. They're locked into it. So they're just they're just doing it because they have to. This doesn't feel like a serious like system that they're planning to develop right now. It's just something that they're stuck with until they can get something better out. Yeah, I think so. Uh, they also announced that we'll be getting some special offers. Uh, apparently some details have, have leaked about what those offers might be. I haven't had a chance to look into this one. Have you you looked into it? Apparently the special offers, which we thought were going to be like, you know, PS Plus sales basically, uh, are things like those NES controllers that they've advertised for the NES online platform that only work with the Switch. Apparently that's the special offers they're talking about is an $80 NES controller, uh, which, uh, uh, pass, thanks. Yeah, it's not required at all. <laughs> yeah, a bit disappointing from that end. Uh, I was hoping for like you know store off offers or you know discounts and things like that. So maybe that will come later. Who knows? Uh, and that was pretty much it for the direct. Uh, let's move on to what we played this week. And what we played this week is a Andy special edition. And it's not that in-depth either, because I haven't spent much time with either of the games I've played. Uh, so We can talk about people... Spider-Man if you want, though. <laughs> not sure the Switch fans will be interested in that. It's really good. But, um, okay, so Wasteland 2. Uh, listeners, regular listeners will know this is something that I've been hanging out for, uh, which is basically what they call a CRPG, a computer RPG which is the idea that it could only be played with a mouse and keyboard. That was obviously a load of rubbish because it was on PS4. CRPG uh, is a made-up genre. It doesn't exist. Yeah, and you can pretty much port anything to console controls if if you're smart about it. And so Wasteland 2, it's basically, to give you the, the elevator pitch, it's the closest thing you're going to get to Fallout on the Switch at this point until they remaster 3 or whatever. Uh, and it's played from a top-down viewpoint uh if you've played games like uh, divinity original sin it's it's a lot like that in that sort of vein uh you basically play a group of rangers uh in the wasteland and they're trying to they start off trying to investigate the death of one of the rangers and trying to figure out who did it uh there's a lot of like dungeons and dragons comparison to be to be made here so you know you'll You'll get the story, you'll make the choices, you'll have these branching things, but where it really compares to that experience is in the turn-based combat, which is grid-based, and you know, it's all everything that happens is informed on like the initiative and the stats of your characters, so who goes first, how many times they can go in around. 
uh, and it's pretty tactical. Uh, everything is super, super deep. So you, when you start a game, you have the choice of using stock characters, which I would strongly recommend if you're not familiar with building characters for these sorts of games. Uh, in the first go on the PS4, I actually made a really terrible team with barely any of the skills I needed to get through the game. Uh, and it took me a while to sort of rectify that in-game. Uh, so here I, I had a better idea on how to create a better balanced squad of characters. Uh, and yeah, so you need to make sure you cover all the bases in terms of lockpicking, in terms of repairing and healing and and all that sort of stuff. Because uh, you can't have one character cover everything. You have to spread it out amongst the four and specialize like i made the mistake in the ps4 version of trying to make my main character quote unquote uh make them like a jack of all trades and it just did not work out at all do you just get the four characters or do you build like a party for each mission you so you get the four characters to start with and then you can pick up story characters as you go along okay and then there's a lot of things to consider in the the combat so like you've got your the space you can move around uh if you move too far then you can only do say like one attack or two attacks it's all done on this this grid but you can also get characters who are like really strong willed and they'll not listen to your instructions and they'll charge off and get you into trouble and and all this sort of stuff it's the sort of game where you're going to want to quick save all the time because the combat is absolutely brutal and a mistake can leave you reeling uh, the big question I had with this port was the tech size because it's a very text-heavy game. Uh, and I think some people will struggle with the tech size, but for, for me it was surprisingly good. Uh, I went in the options and I flick around and it was set to very large and I've had no problems reading it, but I know that is a concern for a lot of people. Uh, I know that was a complaint about Darkest Dungeon. I don't know how that compares. Uh, now, but I did, although it runs really smoothly, I did have a couple of hard crashes. So um, how you traverse the world is there's these key locations. And then when you want to travel between them, it takes you to a map and you actually move the cursor in the path that you want to travel. And then it'll throw like random stuff at you, like a bit like the Oregon Trail. you got to manage like your water levels and stuff and make sure you don't go into radioactive areas. And then it'll throw like random encounters at you. So basically little mini skirmishes uh, and every time it went to start the first random encounter it would crash out which was not the best start so it took me about an hour to be able to get around that uh, instead of choosing the option to fight i tried to run and then it seemed to let me in to the fight because the the attempt to run failed and it's been fine since but that's just something to be aware of it's a bit could be a bit flaky uh, i'll keep you informed on that the more i play uh, but so far, so good. It, it's a very good port of a game I've enjoyed already on PS4. So, yeah. Uh, and the second game I've played, again, I've only played part of the first chapter, but Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition HD. Uh, so just to give you a quick rundown again, this is a very abridged chibi version of the full Final Fantasy XV on other platforms. Uh, it's unlike final fantasy 15 it's it's there's no open world it's it's all done in chapters uh the main game had chapters but this sort of restricts your area 
to that chapter, but it is very much a play-by-play. It seems to hit all the same points. It's fully voiced uh, with the same dialogue from the full game. Uh, interestingly, I've noticed the character dynamics. They, they still get across despite it having this very chibi art style. And it is, of course, a port of the version that appeared on iOS earlier in the year, but it's got physical controls, so it's instantly a lot better. And the iOS version did a hard crash on me at the time, so I, just, I stopped playing it at that point. So, and But yeah, the, the big thing here is it's the physical controls. They have really sort of translated the full game's controls to this port very well. Like, it, it does feel like you're playing the full game's combat, but it's a lot easier as well. It's a lot simpler. There seems to be a lot less emphasis on grinding and in fact everything's really simplified the leveling system simplified the the way you pick your skills is simplified and uh yeah enjoying it a lot so far uh, i think i'm actually going to stick with this as my main switch game for the for the next week it seems like it's a really cool way to revisit a game that i love a whole heap uh, and not have to spend 100 hours to do that so yeah very much enjoying it at this point Sandra, what are you playing in this coming week? Uh, Reigns, Kings, and Queens is coming out on Switch in the coming week for super cheap, which helps. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be getting that and checking it out at the very least. Cool. Uh, I'm going to be sticking with Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition, I think, and I'll intersperse some Into the Breach and some more Ease 8. Thanks for listening to this episode of Switch Focus Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us get noticed. You can also listen and subscribe on Stitcher, TuneIn, and other podcast services. Be sure to join our Discord server to interact with the lively Switch Focus community. Links in the show notes. Also, there's a really good cartoon of Isabel and Smash Brothers in that Discord channel. You should join just to see that. I'm the mayor now. Follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and at switchfocuspodcast.com for updates, news, and other content. If you'd like to support the show, you can buy us a coffee. Details are on our website. Thanks in advance. You can follow us individually. Andy is at Flame Roast Toast. Ginny is at Ginny Woes. And I am at Play Critically, streaming at twitch.tv slash playcritically.
Mega Man Tennis Aces is getting a new update with uh, Mega Man Tennis Aces. Oops, let's start that again. <laughs> it begins with M. Leave me alone. That's our outtake, I guess. 